and welcome to the Victory Devotional Podcast. We invite you to take the next few minutes to connect with God, hear His voice, and respond in worship and prayer. Here's today's message. Lord, we declare, indeed, You are the anchor of our hearts. In Jesus' name, Amen. Others may not fully understand what's good about this particular Friday, but for us Christians, Good Friday is an understatement considering what it represents. As we remember Jesus' saving grace this Holy Week, I'd like to read from John chapter 3, verse 13 to 22. The Passover of the Jews was at hand, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. In the temple, he found those who were selling oxen and sheep and pigeons and the money changers sitting there and making a whip of cords. He drove them all out of the temple with the sheep and oxen. And he poured out the coins of the money changers and overturned their tables. And he told these who sold the pigeons, take these things away. Do not make my father's house a house of trade. His disciples remembered that it was written, Zeal for your house will consume me. So the Jews said to him, What sign do you show us for doing these things? Jesus answered them, Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. The Jews then said, It has taken 46 years to build this temple, and will you raise it up in three days? But he was speaking about the temple of his body. When therefore he was raised from the dead, his disciples remembered that he said this, and they believed the scripture and the word that Jesus had spoken. In John chapter 2, Jesus turned water into wine at a wedding in Cana. That was his first miracle. He stayed there for a few days with his family, but since the time for the Jewish Passover was near, he decided to go to Jerusalem. That's when he saw the temple. Upon entering Jerusalem, he went straight to the temple and he was flabbergasted. He was appalled. He was shocked and outraged by what he saw. Instead of people worshipping, there were money changers and vendors of sheep, oxen, and pigeons occupying the very outer court. So Jesus was enraged. The Bible says he made a whip of cords. He drove them all out of the temple with the sheep and the oxen. And he poured out the coins and the money changers and overturned their tables. Take these things away. Do not make my father's house a house of trade. That's interesting, a house of trade. In the NASB, it says there, a place of business. In the New English Translation, and the New Living Translation, it used a marketplace. In the NIV, it just says, a market. Sa Tagalog, palengke. Huwag niyong gawing palengke ang temple. In the message, a shopping mall. Sushalim. But Jesus' point was very simple. Don't make the temple a, a place of business because it is a place for prayer and worship. The temple was supposed to be a place 
for people to meet with God, for people to worship God, not for people to profit from worshipers. Jesus was so mad. He poured out the coins of the money changers and overturned their tables. According to Matthew's account of the same story, Jesus described the outer court of the temple to have become a den of robbers. More than transforming from a place of worship to a place of profit, Jesus said it has become a place where worshipers are being robbed. Instead of helping those who have come from afar to acquire the elements they need for worship, vendors and money changers are jacking up the price, leaving the worshipers no choice but to take their lopsided deal, thus getting robbed in the process. No wonder Jesus was so angry. His people were being hindered to come to him in worship. And the very hindrance, get this, came from within the temple itself. Has this ever happened to you? Have you ever been hindered from worshiping God? And the hindrance came from the very things that you went to to worship Him. Maybe you picked up your phone to read your Bible app, but got distracted by a notification from a different app installed also on your phone and ended up hindered by the very tool you use to seek God with. Or maybe you joined a ministry in your local church to serve God and His people, but ended up more concerned with having your expectations met or needs met rather than what you are able to give as worship unto the Lord. And therefore, your worship was hindered. Whatever it is that is hindering you from worshiping God today, I pray that you will experience freedom from them this Lenten season. I pray that the Lord Jesus himself will bring you back to the joy of your salvation, will bring you back to your passionate devotion to Christ will bring you back to the heart of worship where Jesus alone is the ultimate and the greater temple who reversed the trend of instead us going to him, he came to us from heaven to earth. Jesus alone is our hope, peace, and strength. He is our hiding place. He is our safe refuge. The name above all names. Let's worship Him once again. Jesus, Jesus, you're the Jesus, Jesus.
Praise God. I'd like to pray a blessing over you. Now may the God of peace who brought again from the dead, our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, by the blood of the eternal covenant, equip you with everything good that you may do his will, working in us that which is pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. We hope this helps you build a habit of hearing from God daily. For more messages like these, follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to watch these messages live every morning, visit us on facebook.com slash victoryph.